1: Free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with bears and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter.
0: You are locked on Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: All right, happy um, happy Tuesday. We waited until Tuesday morning instead of uh, recording late Monday night, just in case they would drop some news in the middle of the night. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what's happening behind closed doors, but we're going to speculate as far as what we've picked up so far. Zach Blackerby, Michael Pappas, how are you? Happy Tuesday. I'm doing pretty well, Zach. How are you? I'm good, buddy. I'm good. All right, so the latest with everything, it certainly seems like it is down to a world where Auburn will promote Kevin Steele from defensive coordinator to head coach to replace Gus Malzon. or uh, they, uh, they get Mario Cristobal from Eugene. Of course, he is the current head coach for the Oregon Ducks. It seems like it's going to be one of those two options. There hasn't really been any other kind of movement or traction any other direction, Pap.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right. That that Those are the two names that it really seems like are being thrown out, Zach.
2: And that, I, that, I, I really yeah. hope it's not the case where it's like, okay, they went into this really thinking they could get Cristobal with, like, Kevin Steele being, like, the backup, like, the plan B. Um there's kind of speculation and some reports out there that they never even reached out to Hugh freeze you and I talked about that on the phone last night I don't think that's the most surprising thing in the world but I do think it's going to upset some people
0: yeah I agree um, you know Hugh freeze has his issues on the field or, or on in the program and outside of the program I guess um, yeah I don't know Zach um, it certainly seems like he's a guy that you'd want to at a minimum reach out to, but uh, I think you can understand why they wouldn't. Right. I guess. Um. I don't know. This. If Auburn ends up with Kevin Steele, it 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 doesn't seem like this has gone as planned.
2: Right. And and a lot of people are asking, well, you know, why are people so anti Kevin Steele? I don't really think it's that, and a lot of people are bringing up his head coaching record when he was at Baylor. I, I'm not really concerned about that. My thing is just the setting of all of it. Is I don't think you fire Gus and pay him twenty plus million dollars to promote his assistant, his defensive coordinator. I just don't think that's the move that you make. In the current setting of where everything is in the world right now and where you are as a program, I just don't think that makes a whole lot of sense. And my big thing, and Pappas, you said it too, it's like if you're gonna fire Gus, which we're past that now, you gotta have a plan. And you hope that they do have a plan. The whole, you know, early signing day being tomorrow is interesting. It's been reported that early signing period, you know, early signing day tomorrow has no impact on the timetable of this coaching search which at this point I believe them it's almost like they've punted this recruiting class anyway I don't I don't fully get it but if you think you know it's more important long term to get your head coach which i don't disagree with that concept then that's fine go all in on your head coach but it's just why has this not been moving if you already knew you were going to move on from Gus Malzahn? Because it sounds like they knew. Some people are saying that they knew and the decision was made after the Iron Bowl. I've heard more that it was done after the a and game. Either could be true. I don't know. But all in all, the, you know, the, the crystal ball hype was kind of picking up and up and up. And then they had a press conference yesterday, Pappas. And of course, he was asked a few questions about then being the Pac-12 championship on Friday. And then he was asked about the rumors for the Auburn job. Here's what he said. I think the wording's a little weird, Pappas. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on it. Here's what Chris the ball said.
0: Yeah, you know, we seem to get a lot of rumors at this time of year, you know, and uh, I, this is what I can say. I can say that I haven't been contacted. Okay. Uh, I don't know if my agent being contacted and I talk to him every single day. Um, and I, I trust
1: Bill Knight, I trust Rob Mullins, I trust our administration, and I trust people here at Oregon, and as you guys know, we have been working on something when the pandemic first hit, and things kind of stalled, and things have picked back up, so um, I've always been transparent with every single one of you, and I will continue to do that, so
0: hopefully the next couple of days, there's more stuff to talk about as it relates to that, but that in itself right there hopefully explain to you exactly where things are with me.
2: All right, so two, two ways I think this could go. One, I think it's incredibly clunky. He was very uncomfortable answering this question. Um, so I think it could be either that he's just not telling the truth, and, you know, it's kind of, you know, the, there was a joke going around on Twitter last night where it's like, well, it's weird. No one's ever been contacted until just kind of poof, they're at the new school, right? That's, that's, that's just kind of coach speak. I, I think it's either that, Pappas, or Auburn is being played big time by Mario Cristobal.
0: Yeah, Zach, I could see it going both ways also. Um, you know, he was very, uh, very careful to say he had not been contacted. Um, I did also see his wife's phone records got released, and she's gotten um, 47 phone calls from 334 area codes. Interesting. How did that get found out? No, I'm just kidding. That was a
2: about to say it. What? I missed that. <laughs> He does follow Eli Stove on Twitter now, and Jaron Handy, and Seth Williams. Well, that's it then. It's done. Done deal. It's over.
0: Is it possible that he recruited Eli Stove to Alabama?
2: Oh, possibly. Possibly. They were saying that he followed him yesterday, though. But I don't know if that's true. I don't know how you tell that.
0: Uh, I certainly don't know.
2: I I have no idea, because it's not in order, which is weird to me. I missed the days of social media where everything was just like in order, but now it's like, no, the algorithm knows better than you do. It's like, okay, all right, whatever. That's fine. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's a mess. It is an absolute mess. But hey, uh, today's show brought to you by our good friends at Frisky Whiskey, just a few minutes away from the Auburn, Opelika, and Lee County area. Uh, if you need to stock up on spirits and all kinds of things for uh, for the holiday season, whether it's Christmas or you want to get a jump start of, you know, getting ready for the new year, I think, uh, I, I actually I know so, that Frisky Whiskey is the best place to go if you're in East Alabama or in West Georgia. Just take I-85, as soon as you get into Georgia, you'll see billboards, and you take uh, the right off the exit. It takes like two seconds to get there. So, um, highly encourage it. I mean, it's 10,000 square feet of this awesome selection of wine, beer, uh, any kind of liquor that you could want at incredible prices. Also, your one-stop shop for tobacco and lottery if that tickles your fancy. Best prices, best selection around. Check out our friends at Frisky Whiskey. And one of the things that you can buy there if you want to buy some domestic products, our friends at Coors Light, because it's the beer Literally made to chill. They understand everything is go, go, go. But hopefully, in time for the holidays, things are going to slowly start to kind of wind down where you can enjoy things and relax. And I encourage you to reach for the beer that's made to chill when you are ready to chill. And of course, that is Coors Light. And a lot of football will be watched over the course of the holidays with bowl season starting this weekend. Uh, grab a Coors Light. It's the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to, want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get the new Coors Light, uh, new look, delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, Pap. So I, I still think we're recording this Tuesday morning, and I just have a feeling we will know by midnight tonight. That is just uh, That is just a hunch. That is just a vibe that I'm getting. I also thought Gus wasn't going to get fired, so I may not know anything here. I don't know. But that is just the feeling that I get. I think we're close.
0: Zach, I really hope you're right because I just want this to be over. This It stinks, and I just want to know.
2: I just want to know. So I've hated this whole process, Pappas, because I'm worried that it's going to be Kevin Steele, and I really hate it because I love Kevin Steele. I think he's an awesome dude. I think he's a really awesome coach. And I'm not I'm not in the camp that he's anti head coach material that he's just a defensive coordinator. My thing with him is you just it, it, once again it's the timing of all of this. And I think over time if if he is named that I don't know I really have a hard time arguing why he should be head coach over Gus Malz. I I just don't understand and we're going to talk in circles here because I think we're going to go crazy, but I, I just don't fully get it. I don't get the argument for promoting Kevin Steele.
0: I don't really know why you pay $21 million to promote Kevin Steele.
2: I mean, right? you, you could in theory just not fire Gus, but if you're Alan Green, be like, okay, we're going to take some of your like authority away. Like You could have just done that and saved $20 million and just let him be like, you know... A dead man walking and just say, like, if you touch the defense, we're going to freak out. And I don't really feel like he touched the defense a whole lot anyway. But especially if Steele stays and it's like, okay, if he's like, I'm not going to have any impact on the offense, and it's like, Chad, you good? Let me know if you need anything. It's like, is it that much different other than tw- you, you have 20 million less dollars?
0: Yeah, if they announce that it's Kevin Steele, then it's kind of like, okay. Yeah. Who's the offensive coordinator?
2: Right. Is it still Chad? Is Chad still here? Because that way, like, if, if you're going steel, I assume it's the cheaper option because you don't have to worry about any other buyouts or anything. So you just promote him, increase his, you know, change his contract out. You probably keep Morris's contract the same. I think the most exciting idea of promoting Kevin Steele is then you are able to promote Travis Williams to defensive coordinator. That is, the, that is the best argument that I can think of If you make Kevin Steele your head coach. Sure. That doesn't seem like a great reason to make someone head coach. I agree. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to talk myself into it because I was, I was anti crystal ball. And over the last 48 hours, I'm all in, I'm all in. I'm ready for it. My body is ready. I have totally convinced myself that crystal ball would make a whole lot of sense here, but I don't think it matters. I don't, I, The presser last night was weird. You're starting to see some reports come out that are like, yeah, he's actually going to stay, and then, like, the same reporter will, like, send another tweet and be like, well, that's, like, currently, you know, these things, you know, and these types of things, they can change, and it's like, okay, you also have 600 followers, so, like, why, who who are you? And, and, you know, James Crepia, you know, the former AL.com writer, he now covers Oregon, and uh, I refollowed him again yesterday thinking he'd be all over this. And he's really not. I don't know if Oregon people are as into this as Auburn people are. Because I really don't think they think he's going anywhere. And is that telling? Probably. Yeah, I've
0: seen a couple articles from Oregon people that say that he's not going anywhere. I saw someone say that he's been telling people like close to him he's not going anywhere. Uh, I've seen um, Oh man, what what was the last thing I was gonna say? About Crystal Ball? Yeah, no, I lost it. Okay. Oh, 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 I saw someone who covers coaching surgeons tweet out that like there's white smoke in Auburn. Like insinuating yeah, the- they they'd hired a guy. And then like an hour later it was like there's black smoke too. I was like, what? What, what does that mean?
2: Stuff likes to catch on fire here. Maybe it's that. I don't know. Bad joke. I think if you look elsewhere, if it's not one of those two guys, there's been a little rumbling for Sark. Not a whole lot. Uh, The whole Napier thing, like his name has just disappeared, which I don't think is the end of the world. Um, But I know some people really, really like him. I just don't know a whole lot about him other than he's been good at, you know, a group of five school. I mean, who's your shot in the dark here, Pat? Is it... If I had to pick the third most likely option, I guess I would go with Sark based on just because I've heard his name probably third most, but I don't know if that's just uh, a wishful thinking type thing or, or what. Because I'm in the camp that I really think Auburn should go after a former Saban guy. And I know that's going to rub some people the wrong way. That's why I was super high on Kiffin. Sark was my number two option. And now I've kind of talked myself into Crystal ball being a number three option. I, I just think the importance of knowing this state is going to be crucial for whoever they get to replace Gus Malzon that is going to be able to go toe-to-toe with Saban and Smart. I, I think that is all that you really need, or that's the first thing that you need, rather, is to be able to recruit this state. And it's like, is Napier going to be able to do that? Is Neil Brown going to be able to do that? And I, I'm just... Neil Brown? Napier is a former Saban assistant. Is he? Mm -hmm. see I I, tell me tell me his history because I I really don't know a whole lot about him
0: Ooh, his whole history I'm not positive Uh, I'll pull it up I I suppose I could be wrong with him but I believe that he was a position coach under Saban he's also like 40 um he's had a I don't want to say he's like a hot shot but I'm sorry yeah no he did yeah he coached for Saban
2: what's it do you have his wiki up
0: Yeah, he was a grad assistant at Clemson for two years. Um, Then he was the quarterback coach at South Carolina State. Uh, After that, he went back to Clemson, where he was the tight end coach and recruiting coordinator for Tommy Bowden. Okay. And then he was named quarterback's coach by Davo, and he assisted – Dabo with play calling duties for the remainder of Dabo's interim head coaching year. Um, Napier was promoted to offensive coordinator when Dabo got the head coaching job.
2: So he was there um, for nine and ten. Then Alabama as an offensive analyst in eleven, mm-hmm. 2012, Colorado State assistant head coach and quarterbacks coach, 13 to 16 back at Alabama with wide receivers at the same time, Cristobal was there. 17 Arizona State offensive coordinator and then 2018 to present head coach of Louisiana. Okay. All right. I'm out. I'm still out, but that is good to know. The Dabo ties cool, I guess. Is that relevant from a few years I guess Dabo liked them, but I'm still like Auburn fans still want Joe Brady and like Brent Venables and like I'm like that neither of those are going to happen. I got a Facebook message from a buddy of mine that we haven't talked since college. And he's like, Hey, dude, I just, I know this is out of the blue, but I just got to give you a heads up because, you know, maybe some folks on Auburn staff listen to your podcast. And I'm like, Okay, what's going on, man? He's like, I don't understand why we're not calling Joe Brady. And I'm like, I think Joe Brady wants to be in the NFL, man. I don't think that's like, I don't think this is a better job than what he's currently got going on. And he's like, Maybe, I just think it's worth a call. And I'm like, I don't disagree that it's worth a call, but. I know a lot of Auburn fans really want Joe Brady. I just don't think that's happening.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think with anything like this, you have your list of like stuff that's realistic, stuff that's like you know crazy ideal, um, and stuff that is not. I mean, even if they do go sign Joe, let's say they go hire Joe Brady, okay, like you have no guarantee that in a month he's not going to take a. An NFL head coaching job
2: yeah yeah you're right
0: I mean we just saw that that just happened on a year and a half ago two years ago with with Cliff Kingsbury Mm -hmm. USC hired him as the their offensive coordinator and then he took the the head job with the Cardinals right and and so I don't know man it's just we talked about it right when the news came out we were saying you know they made this move. They've got to know who their guy is. They have to know who their guy is. Well, did they?
2: Depends on who you ask. Doesn't look like it to me, but I don't think they would have made it yesterday anyway. I think it was always been like today could possibly be the earliest. I don't know why I feel that way. I just do. I just don't think they could fire Gus on a Sunday and hire a guy on a Monday. But for some reason, I think hiring a guy on a Tuesday is vastly different. And it's probably not. But it's going to be wild. We'll get to this in a second. Uh, today's show brought to you by our friends at Built Go. Break through your wall, whether it's mental or physical, Built Go can get you through that wall. Easy to take in one and a half ounce packages. You can put it in your briefcase, backpack, golf bag to power through your back nine. Uh, just It fits in your pocket as well. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's like a five hour energy without that crash feeling. Plus, it's natural, so it's better for the body. Comes with three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate coconut, and chocolate mint. Built Go combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast-absorbing, so it gets into my system fast, plus it's easy on the stomach. Highly recommended. Very cool product. Go to BuiltGo.com. Use promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, and you'll get 30% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, at BuiltGo.com for 30% off. That's kabotaorangedays.com. Pappas, it's going to be wild to me that there's a very real chance for Auburn to go through early signing day tomorrow and they not have a head coach. Like, it's, that's, that's a very eerie feeling to me. Like, they got to commit, a 2022 commit yesterday, and there was no head coach to tweet out boom with exclamation marks. Like it is a very weird time. I feel like we're in limbo and we're just kind of waiting for something to happen, and I don't like it at all.
0: Yeah, D Davis, you know, tweeted that he's signing his LOI tomorrow at ten thirty.
2: And thank goodness, by the way. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> thank you, D I'm, Davis. I love you.
0: <laughs> yeah, obviously, that, that's awesome for the program. Great for the great for the program, but like, w- why? Like I hate to be that way but he has no idea who he's going to come play for. Like what if it's Kevin Steele, what if Kevin Steele brings in a guy and he gets hired and it's like, "Oh, well, that's not going to be an offense. D Davis is going to be successful in." You could know that right away. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean the whole thing is like, you know, they tell recruits to commit to a school not to a coach. Maybe Auburn's done a good job of pitching that. I don't I don't know. But it, it seems like, based on the stuff I'm reading, and I'm not going to act like I'm some recruiting expert, but it really seems like all the guys that they're expecting to get on Wednesday, it, they don't seem to care that there's no head coach currently. Based on what I'm reading, based on you know Keith Niebuhr's stuff that he puts out at Auburn247 and AuburnUndercover.com, it seems like Auburn's in an okay spot. Now, they're still ranked like 41st in the country as far as a recruiting class goes. That stinks. That's terrible. Um but also, I think you can make the argument, and I've heard this before, and, and I am in no way defending where Auburn is finishing as a recruiting class on Wednesday. I'm not defending that at all. But I have seen the argument made, and I think it makes sense, that this is going to be the least important recruiting class ever with eligibility, eligibility stuff, and that I think the transport portal is about to explode. And I think, um, now Auburn may lose some folks to that, Depending on how loyal some folks were to Gus, and there's been a lot of like players and current players and former players tweeting out about that. But I think all in all, like I think Auburn's gonna be able to benefit from some of these transfer portal guys. Also, guys like Jamie and Sherwood and some current players tweeting stuff out where it's like change isn't always for the better. You don't need to tweet at them, people. You don't need to tweet mean things to the players. Like, don't do that. <laughs> A guy that they were very close to that brought him under their wing and was a father figure for a long time to some of these guys just got fired, and they want to defend him. You don't have to tweet mean things to the players. Just a quick PSA.
0: Yeah, that seems like a good thing to me. But, I mean, like, that the players are upset that their head coach got fired.
2: Yeah, people tweeting at Jamie and Sherwood saying, like, you're not always right, you know. Like, that's not needed at all.
0: Yeah, I mean, it seems wildly unnecessary to me, too, Zach. Uh, yeah. It's weird. I just don't get it.
2: All right, you have anything else coaching search-wise that we need to talk about this morning, bud?
0: No, I just really want it to happen. Do you I think next really...
2: time we record a podcast, there will be a new head coach for Auburn? I hope so, man. Do you think there will be, yes or no?
0: No. Really? No, I mean, I think we're headed for, for a long, drawn-out process that ends up that where the national search ends up with Kevin Steele getting promoted. And we come back, and we're like, really? $20 million in a national head coaching search, and we've landed on the defensive coordinator.
2: Let us know what you think. Uh, 205-502-4285 we'll go uh, if we do not have a new coach we will go heavy listener feedback tomorrow y'all blew it up yesterday so uh, just keep them on coming we'll do a show on that also Auburn basketballs tonight so we will watch that as well I don't know if, how relevant that is Auburn basketball taking on the Texas Southern which is interesting Justin Powell named freshman of the week that's cool <laughs> alright where can people hear you bud or find you and hear you
0: Follow me on Twitter at CouchPapTato. All
2: right, follow me on Twitter as the Blackman shows on Twitter at LockedOnAuburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked On Auburn. It's the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.